Welcome to Not Quite Scottish Imports! Welcome to Not Quite Scottish Imports! Uh, don't come in our shop, despite what you might think, Covid still a thing, stay out there, put on a mask and whisper your order through our letterbox or something, and we'll throw the items out at you, why not? We, uh, we sell all kinds of things and they're all not quite Scottish, including my co-host Brad and Tammy, who are not Scottish at all. I'm also not hey for guys. sale, what the hell? <laughs> I am it for the right price. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Make me an offer, listeners, make me an offer. <laughs> Guys, we are at the end of season two. Oh my Ooh. word. So crazy. What a ride it's been. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so many things in the season. So much stuff has happened. And and mm. with the end of series two, I had a bit of a sad realization. As I saw a certain big part of our lives disappearing, I was like, are we not going to see Maurice again? Ah, uh, yeah. I'm very Ooh. concerned about that as well. Yeah. I was like, I was we like, didn't even get to say to goodbye. I know. It's yeah, very sad. So I don't, sad times, guys. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I will say that it'll be interesting going into season three because we only get eight episodes of season three before we get another movie, which oh, is yeah. wild. I'm looking forward to the next movie. <laughs> Are you? I don't know if I'm looking forward to it. Yes. <laughs> Uh, spo- spoiler alert, we're not done with our pal Maurice. Okay, <gasps> oh, thank goodness. Oh, wouldn't cause... it be amazing? Okay, sorry, skipping ahead, but like, <laughs> it wouldn't it be amazing if they go, like, Richie and Duncan go back to see Coover? They haven't said goodbye to Maurice in Paris, but he's already there <laughs> greeting them when they go in the antique shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Amazing. So good. I think it may be a while though. It may be a while, but yeah. we'll see him again someday. Well, Dan had okay. a question, and I don't. I I just didn't, couldn't be bothered to look up the answer. But uh, and it's much much more fun to just speculate. But he's like, is it every season where they do halvesies in like Seacouver and halvesies in Paris? And I was like, I don't know because you know we we know that they do half the time <laughs> in Europe because the production company is yeah. a French production company, but I don't know like how long how many seasons like they do that for. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know. but uh yeah so I don't I hope it's every season. I hope there's more and more wacky reasons they have to come back to France. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and, you know? and it was just interesting since he sold the barge, but I'm like, well yeah but he could live anywhere. Like he really could just yeah. He's got but like all particularly the money. now that he doesn't have a French girlfriend, like yeah. it would just be hilarious. Like the more and more contrived reasons he has to go back yeah. to Paris. Well, he spent most of his life in France. Yeah, to these that's true. True. All right. Well, this this week we are covering the last episode, Counterfeit Part Two, um, which I was meh about. <laughs> I was expecting more about the from title the part or the episode. Two. That's all. I was, oh, okay. I was just expecting. I mean, I I like the episode fine, and there are just some fun things that happen in this episode. Mm-hmm. And wow, a very racy sex scene that they were just like, let's get this yeah. all in because we're not having this actress anymore. <laughs> I kind uh, of wished we had evil Tessa oh, yeah. for longer. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I was kind of surprised at that. And also, 
Horton went out like a wet fart. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know what? I was fine with that because I just him. was like, I just need him to fucking be done. So whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't care if he like lands on a pencil and stabs himself to death. Like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> just fucking get rid of nice. him. So yeah. I, I was fine with that. But I just, I think my expectations were very high because I felt like last episode was such a setup for this one that I was like, well, yeah. next episode is going to be amazing. And it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, all right. Well, with that, let's do 60 second summary. And by oh, that, no. I mean probably Brad or I could <laughs> do um. 60 second summary. <laughs> all of our names are in a device. Alexa, open 60 second summary. Okay, let me pick Tammy. Ah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I, Tammy, but it's too yes, funny. I don't <laughs> get I'm, it. I'm just sorry that Alexa hates Claire. <laughs> I hate her too. Oh, I'm now oh, officially in the lead. The feelings uh, mutual, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy, please take a moment to put your thoughts. Um, Claire, about what I'm sorry, happened. Claire being mad at Alexa when Alexa's doing you a favor. How dare you, Claire? <laughs> okay, I'm Claire's, gonna try Claire's and breathe now. <laughs> um, so I, I gotta do some reprogramming on this on this device. Mm-hmm. No, please don't, Brad. <laughs> no, don't worry, Claire. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're gonna start a new season. It's gonna be a whole new thing. Uh, uh, Tammy, take a moment, collect your thoughts. Think about what happened in this episode. What are people doing? Who's falling in love? Uh, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of love in this episode. Uh, what are people doing? What are they wearing? There's some Who things keeps making worn. panther noises? <laughs> A panther, obviously. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, who's the biggest creep? Whatever you need to discuss this episode in as much detail as possible without going over one minute or ridiculously under, because then you would be a weird, uh, weird facelift, one issue, <laughs> one scar, <laughs> all yes. of this, um, chump. All right. And you will be going in three, two, one, go. That doctor that did the Lisa to to Tessa makeover, or Lisa to Lisa makeover, was amazing and only left the one scar. But I was so excited because I was like, there better be a fucking scar behind that ear. And there was. And I was like, okay, fine. Um, Also, so foxy with that like little black shorts and top combo. Um, But yeah, she's a fake, fakey fake. She was there to kill Duncan, obviously. We all knew this already. Um, and instead she dies, and finally, so does fucking Horton. So glad. But he also was gonna try and kill Duncan with the tiny little knife? I was so confused. Um, then we've got Joe who was saved by Richie, and this is not their meet cute, but definitely the beginning of their love story. I love <laughs> those two. Their, their two scenes together are like my favorite thing in this episode so love is in the air the end <laughs> one minute <laughs> yay i love the richie and joe scenes so fucking <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like i didn't uh. realize the chemistry these two have <laughs> yeah yeah it's great 
Ah, oh, so good. Also, Evil Tessa has wearing total uh, Catwoman boots. Oh yeah, God. Oh yeah. It was, yeah. but she was super foxy Fabulous. in them. I was like, oh yeah. yeah. I was like, she's like a might when she's she's tied up pl- and she's like messing Oof. with that guy uh, oh, playing know. the cards. I was like, ooh, <laughs> I'm so glad to have this actress back and for her <laughs> to be able to like play something different. Like it's very yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, very fun. So that's why I wish she was around longer. I. I know, yeah. I know. Um, all right, Claire, throw me some fun facts, please. Oh, put your arms out, uh, and I will throw them to you. They're outreached, waiting. For the, <laughs> for the- There's, it's very light on them this week okay. on the IMDb. So what it says is a scene was cut where Dawson watches Richie return to life after being shot by Horn. I bet he does. Oh, Bona watch. Uh. So they cut it out, but it does say that there was also a cut flashback scene where Richie comes back to life. Um, so I'm guessing, it doesn't say, but I'm guessing this is when he originally died when he was shot, like originally, and then came back to life. But they say that it does air in a later episode. I'm guessing it's not the one where where Dawson's watching, that'd be weird. Um, and originally, False Tessa was going to try and kill Duncan on the sex barge, but Adrian Paul suggested that they change the scene to Tessa's grave, which does work better. Because also, if you think about it, they can just run away in the graveyard and leave this this dead woman behind. If it's on the sex barge, there's going to be all kinds of questions. They're going to have to dump her in the Seine. You know, it's going to be messy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I also have that with Adrian Paul, and he basically just didn't feel like it was impactful enough for her to yeah. kill him on the sex barge. So, um, yeah, they changed it. The other stuff I have, let's see, Bill Panzer talk. Um, the one thing that they were most concerned about is, uh, was it going to be confusing for people if we use Tessa's voice, since Tessa was playing Tessa, or would we accept the fact that it came from the surgery? And how we handled that became a debate of surprising proportions. At the end, we decided to use Melani. We decided to let Melani use her own voice for when she's playing Melani and have Tessa use her voice. It's amazing, yeah. though, what we will accept and what we will believe is possible with plastic surgery. <laughs> But and it I'm wasn't even like... the plastic surgery that gave the voice because she was talking in a normal voice and he was just like, you need to practice an accent, yeah. you know? Well, it, the transcript writers who, of course, also were trans uh, did the transcript for these extra interview scenes also put yeah. in parentheses, uh, Bill, there was a whole scene where Lisa was being coached on her voice <laughs> to get yeah. her sounding like Tessa. We weren't left to believe the plastic surgery itself magically changed her voice. <laughs> I mean, Thank you. You changed her that much. I feel like you could, yeah, we did something to her throat. I, I think that's more believable to me. Like, literally, she had surgery and was Tessa in the, a matter of three days. So I'm pretty sure yeah. we're about to believe whatever the fuck happens. We're good. And they just yeah. put, they didn't put any bandages on her, just plastic netting that you <laughs> yeah, have on a bridal exactly. veil. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just like, I, so dumb. I think the voicing is the least of our concerns. Yeah. <laughs> We're just all glad that the actress is back. So whatever. Mm, yeah. Um. And yes, there is that whole cutscene where where Richie is uh, killed and then comes back. Um. But I guess we'll. But get do they that say later. anything about if there was a cutscene of him like the the flashback? Yeah. No. No. IMDb, that's what I'm saying. Say- is a flashback. Yeah. The whole flashback oh, is okay. there in the transcripts. Um, oh, okay. So, and it would have taken a piece of, the, instead of the flashback from Paris 1983, the apartment, this scene yeah. would have been used instead. And then the Paris okay. scene would have been later on in the episode. 
So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but it wasn't, like, too big of a deal. I'm trying to see if there's anything else that stuck out as far as um, what uh, any more cuts cutscenes. I mean, you know, there's some extra lines here and there, but nothing too crazy. What about the cutscene where um, uh, Joe and Richie went and got spaghetti together and <laughs> ate a piece of spaghetti and touched noses like Lady in the Trap? <laughs> yeah, that, that's that scene. Um, I, the transfer writers don't have it in here, so I don't know. Mm, okay. Um, that's just in my fanfic. <laughs> there's additional cutesy stuff between Richie and, and Joe, though, because, like, one Richie shot... Uh, Joe, the cut stuff is Joe asks him, does it hurt much? And Richie, Richie coughs. He's clearly in pain and says, and Max says, you got no sense of humor. And then Dawson says, what should I do? And then Richie says, uh, wait, just, just stay here. <laughs> wait, wait around and I'll, I'll be, be back, back in a I'll, minute. Yeah, I'll be that back in funny. a minute. That was hilarious. That line I thought was yeah, hilarious. I really that line. It was, yeah, that was good. All very good. Um, I was like, oh, look at them giving Richie something funny to do. Okay. <laughs> I liked Richie in this episode. Yeah. He wasn't yeah, he was over good. the tar- top angry either. Yeah. Um, all right. So- and he looked so happy at the end when Duncan was like, are you coming with yes! me? And he was like, yeah. So cute. I was like, oh. Yeah, because he just stood there like a little lost puppy for a sec. So it was very yeah. cute. It was adorable. Um, And then for uh, Dusty Reviews, um, he was met about this episode too. And I think same reason I was, yeah. which was like, I, f- I felt like it was. We did so much craziness in last week's episode to get to this mm-hmm. episode that this episode should have been a little bit kookier. Yeah, um, yeah. So, oh, he did bring up, and we will discuss it. I'm not going to say discuss it right now, but he brought up about how we finally saw Duncan telling Tessa about his immortality. And mm-hmm. just just to, uh, yeah. to, to mm-hmm. briefly say what Dusty says, and because we've got to fucking talk about it. But he oh, says, yeah. oh my goodness, what a psycho. And I'm going to leave that there. <laughs> he goes into a paragraph I- of how insane. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've already is. put my entry into the in the uh, timeline map on my description <laughs> oh, of the scene. I, I cannot wait to read that. Okay, um, yeah, he definitely says that he feels like Duncan was manipulative and cruel <laughs> and kind of. Also, yeah, other ways you could have done that, Duncan. Um, just a like... little bit. So I'm actually going to keep Dusty reviews open. So when we get to that discussion, I'm going to read more of what he nice. he put in there. Um, he also brought up, which is what we just mentioned. Well, not just mentioned, but we mentioned at the beginning, which is that Duncan sells the barge and we didn't get to say goodbye to Maurice, but thankfully we have a Brad who let us know that Maurice will see him again. <laughs> I, listen, we can't take that much heartbreak. No, we it's too we much. Maurice. It's too much. Um, and uh, he says, I guess if we want to add a third point, Richie and, and Joe kind of start becoming friends in this episode. And I think... They become friends. I think they become a lot more than that. Um, Threesomes going on. Joe's a type, and that type is immortal. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, which makes sense. That guy has, like, spent his whole life documenting them. Oh, yeah. I mean, all he does is watch them. Xavier St. Cloud. He'd been like, touch me with your hook. Oh, gross. So that's where I'm going to leave it. And like I said, we'll go back because I I think what Dusty says, I have a feeling aligns what we have to say about that scene as well. So it'll be interesting. And so, Brad, what happened the day this episode aired? What was happening in real life? I got so much information. So much information. So many things are happening. It is Monday, May 23rd, 1994. Whoa. All right. 
So, um, of course, we all... Are there some weird Catholic shits? Um, uh, yeah, 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 of, of course. course. I mean, yeah, who could forget St. Guibert? What? <laughs> we <laughs> love St. Guibert. G-U-I-B-E-R-T. Guibert. Um, St. Guibert. St. Desiderus. St. Montana. Mm-hmm. Get out of here, St. Montana. <laughs> <laughs> don't belong here. Um, also on this day, um, uh, the, uh, famous German circus director Karl Althoff died. Oh, that's so Very sad. <laughs> it's also of World work. Turtle Day. Oh. So, cool. Enjoy that. Um, also, <laughs> like during this week, um, the final episode of Star Trek The Next Generation aired. Whoa! Ooh, which whoa. was the first episode of Star Trek I ever saw. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and it was amazing. And I was like, I'm down. I am down with this show. <laughs> now I gotta go back and catch them all. Um, also, um... Lot some YouTube stars were born, but I don't care because yeah, they're babies. Um, yeah. top song in the US, all for one, I swear. Top song in the UK, Manchester <laughs> United Football Squad. <laughs> Come on, you fake song. Come on, you Reds. Go on, you Reds. Keep your body, you shits. Come on, Claire. This is I, not real. This I is swear bad. you sing a different song every time, too, Claire. You, this is fake, and you know it. <laughs> I completely d- forgot. I forgot, blocked it out that this was number one for so long. But it, it oh. you know, I mean, I've never heard this song since it was number one, and I still remember all the words. So it must have played all the time. That's so fucking weird. (laughs) I don't like it. Um, We got some movies. We got some movies at the box office. Nice. Um, Top uh, new movie this week, Maverick. Wait, wait, wait. Let's see see who's seen more, me or Tammy. Oh, well, come on. All right, number one, Maverick. Never seen this week. Yeah, seen that. Mel Gibson, Jodie Foster. Mm -hmm. Terrible. Whoa, shots fired. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Ouch. Um, number two, uh, The Crow. Saw it. Of course. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number I'm just three, excited to have seen something. Number three, When a Man Loves a Woman. Yeah. Isn't it like Alec Baldwin? Is it Alec Baldwin and Meg Ryan and she's an alcohol- uh, uh, alcoholic? Whoa. Um, yes. I'm yeah. proud to yes, say I have not go. seen that. So, huh. Well, <laughs> you're a better person than me, Tommy. Oh, no, sorry. It's Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia. Same thing. The poor man, Alan Baldwin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Alan Baldwin is a monster. But yeah, in exactly. 1994, I think it's, I think it, at least in 94, that's that's poor man's Alec Baldwin. Definitely. Um, Number four, Crooklyn, still in there. No, still haven't seen it. Okay. Since yeah. last week. <laughs> Number five, four weeks in a funeral. Four weeks? Sorry, four weddings. Sorry, I'm... I was like, what's four weeks in a funeral? Yes. Sorry, I've only seen funeral. parts of it, so I feel like yeah. that doesn't count. It's because you're not British, <laughs> Pretty so much. you weren't forced to watch it. <laughs> but here's the question. Number six, with honors. Nope. No. <laughs> no. Still no. Still that movie that's the most 90s looking movie. Um, <laughs> number seven, Three Ninjas Kick Back. Is Mrs. Doubtfire still in the chart? Uh, we'll get there. You hold oh, on. Oh, okay. 
Um, number eight, No Escape. Number nine, You So Crazy. Number 10, Clean Slate. There we go. Um, number 11, new movie this week, Even Cowgirls Get the Blues. Oh, that's a terrible film. Oops, yeah. so you oh. saw Uma Thurman okay. has a hitchhiking cowgirl, and she it's because she has giant thumbs, and that's why she hitchhikes. What? <laughs> yeah, huh? it's something like that. <laughs> Uma, I just remember Uma Thurman, giant thumbs, hitchhiking. Yeah. Uh, number 12, Schindler's List, which, by the way, so finally this website, this, there's a new edition where it tells you how many weekends something's been in release. Uh, this is the 23rd week up for Schindler's List. <gasps> oh my gosh. Wow. And it's following that, year. Philadelphia at 22 weeks. Oh, I did oh. see Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, I did as well. Um, and then after that, 16 weeks, uh, Ace Ventura is still in there. God. Oh. And then Sugar Hill and Miss Doubtfire is finally off the list. Oh, Woo! thank God. So I've seen a whopping three. <laughs> I didn't keep count of how many I'd seen. You, I think, seen seven or eight. I tried to keep track. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I've seen four. All right. Well, Brad, you never worked in a video store, clearly, where you'd watch everything. (laughs) Yeah, see, my friend wasn't working at an AMC theater yet. Because that's when mm. I watched, I think, a ton of movies. And and honestly, it mm. wasn't that I watched a ton of movies. We just kept watching the same movies over and over again. <laughs> nice. I mean, I've definitely seen Clean Slate a few dozen times. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I haven't seen it. But I don't think I have anyway. Um. All right. And so then let's talk about TV, guys. Let's talk about TV. Because it's a real gold mine this week. Nice. <laughs> For, there's there's a real theme going on which I which I like. Um, well, first of all, Fox is showing the '93 version of Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman. So there's is that. Is that the one with Daryl Hannah in it? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, Fresh Prince, Blossom, sure. Um, then the NBC Monday Night movie is The Substitute Wife, mm. which I had to look up. Um, first of all, the the cover of this movie, I amazing. Um, in the in Farrah Fawcett, in Nebraska, in pioneer days, a woman who knows she is going to die asked a prostitute to replace her with her husband and four children in order to make it possible for them to keep their family farm. What? Hmm? Okay. Here's our here's our cast: Farrah Fawcett, Leah Thompson, Peter Weller. What? <laughs> Amazing. Like. And the cover, like, I, this looks like a porn. I don't know what the hell this is. <laughs> this looks ridiculous. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, copy this image if nice. I can, but it won't let me. So I'm just gonna put a link in the Facebook chat. Sounds Thanks. good. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> what is going on? Mm. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I think this is not the Farrah Fawcett hair that people were wanting. <laughs> no, no, that's Marie Antoinette hair. <laughs> Very wild, but... Wow, funny, uh, daring, uh, endearing, and unpredictable. Yeah. So, CBS, uh, yeah, we got Evening Shade, yeah, we got Northern Exposure. We also have a Remembering the Dick Van Dyke Show special. Whoa. Um, okay. Which, amazing. Um... Now, on ABC, we've got a Barbara Walters special, and it is a, it's a comedian's special. What? Of, like, t- people, of times she's interviewed uh, comedians. No, no. <laughs> because okay. that's the lead-in to the 8th Annual American Comedy Awards. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> 
guys, let's let's Is that still a thing? Comedy awards? I, I, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. So I, I'd like to know who are your picks for um funniest actor and funniest actress in a motion picture. Oh no. What are you saying? Come on. It's the oh. 94 8th annual. Who we got? Who we got? Give me your guesses. A lot of people are very coked up. I don't know. Robin Williams. Uh, um, um, Eddie Murphy. I don't know. Yeah, would it be like, like Dana Carvey? Nutty Professor years. I don't know if it's too early I, for I that. just need, I I need an actor and an actress. Just give them to me. Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean... I'm Janine trying... Garofalo, there you oh, go. Oh, Janine Garofalo. Yeah, but I don't think people actually liked her for her comedy. Like, no. the people that would be doing awards. I'm thinking of ones that are in films, but I don't... Yeah, know. there's there's other yeah. categories, but this is, this is a motion picture. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely think for, right, there's for a lot of categories. So it's just gotta be yeah. like Robin Williams because I'm okay, yeah, out by Jim Carrey, um, yeah, Dana Carvey, uh, like. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm gonna give you the answer. I promise. Okay. Just, just okay. Women, females that I'm having difficulty with, like who were were 94. female? Yeah, like. Yeah. My head is, like, uh, hurting now. <laughs> maybe it's, like, an English one, like a lovey, like, Emma Thompson or something. All right, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to call it because, like, this is going to take forever yeah, if yeah, we yeah, actually yeah. Have to go through all this. <laughs> sure. Um, Please. Yes, Robin Williams for Miss Doubtfire won. Uh, of course. Um, actors, Meg Ryan for Sleepless in Seattle. Uh, what? Uh, that, okay, none of that makes any sense. Meg Ryan won against the other nominees, Emma Thompson, Emma Thompson for <laughs> Much To Do. Uh, uh, Rosie O'Donnell, do, yeah. Rosie O'Donnell for another stakeout. Oh, forgot about her. Angelica Huston for Adam's Family Values, <gasps> and Lily Tomlin for the Beverly Hillbillies. Okay, um, out of all those people, Lily Tomlin is like the only actual comedian. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, uh, Robin well, Williams won. Robin Williams beat out Jack Lemmon in Grumpy Old Man. Tom Hanks for Sleepless in Seattle. Bill Murray for Groundhog that's not Day. A Bill no, Murray no. in Groundhog Day. How? That's How? insane. How? And Kevin Klein in Dave. Wow. wow. Wild. Uh, funniest supporting actor and actress. Um, winner uh, Charles Grodin and Dave. Awesome. And uh, Lily Tomlin for Shortcuts. Okay. Oh. So that's that's a goodie. Um, uh. Funniest male and female stand-up comics. Go. This is a goodie. Oh, I don't I know who was stand- doing stand-up in 94. 94. Who's our, who are the funniest two people? <sighs> I don't know who's I doing stand-up no in 94. I can't even. Yeah, I have yeah, no clue. Like, and your winner is Margaret Cho and Carrot Top. What? Okay, Margaret Cho, fine. Carrot Top? I don't know who Margaret Cho is. Oh, Margaret Cho is great. I love her. But <laughs> I still love her, even now. Um, Carrot Top? Well, I mean, he was super popular, I will say. Like, he was very popular in the 90s, so I guess. Other other categories, um, Tracy Ullman, Rip Torn, Billy Crystal, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, oh, David Letterman, oh. and Helen Hunt. Billy Crystal for host of yeah, uh, yeah, the Academy sense. Awards, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, wait, Helen Hunt was a comedian? No, no she no. F- she won for former in a TV series Mad About You. Oh, okay. Neither neither is Emma Thompson, but somehow, <laughs> like, <I> just... no. <laughs> neither is Meg Ryan. 
Oh, wild. I'm like, so glad these awards aren't a thing anymore. These are, I, uh, oh, the, oh, you're glad these things, these awards aren't a show? Oh, oh please don't no. tell me they're not no. still around. Oh, please. Um, um, they are, no, they're not. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> Good. The last one was it's in 2014. I them. <laughs> 2014. Oh my wow. god, so that wasn't that long ago, No, honestly. it was not. <laughs> Like, I I hate comedy films, guys. When Will Ferrell <laughs> like, and Melissa McCarthy won. <laughs> I hate comedy films. This is well established. Uh, because apparently I'm dead inside. I, I don't like them. So, I mean, I like This comedy, is like my but... worst nightmare, these awards. Ugh. Well, it doesn't help that they're not picking actual comedies or comedians. So. <laughs> Very wild. I, I don't know. That was just like, that was a real journey for me discovering that. Wow. <laughs> Tracy Ullman, okay. sure. Like, you yeah. know, there are a couple of them where I'm like, okay, sure. yeah, that makes sense. But honestly, like, what the fuck? I just, I don't understand. Oh my. The first American Comedy <laughs> Awards oh, were 1987. <laughs> the first Comedy Awards in 1987, when the, the two uh, leading actors that won were Bette Midler and Woody Allen. Whoa! Ooh. Embarrassing. <laughs> Ooh. Embarrassing. Mm. Wow. Oh my goodness. Oh, and this wasn't even the you know, only one. This was the American Comedy Awards. Apparently, there was also a National Comedy Awards. Oh. So, because well. I just Googled the wrong thing, because I was thinking I was going to see the list you're looking at, and I was like, this is the same list. And no, because I was looking at the national ones, and this is the American ones. Oh, the awards, so the awards ceased in 2001, I guess after 9-11. We just couldn't laugh anymore. <laughs> um, but then NBC brought it back for 2014, but uh, never again game that's <sighs> that's wild I okay love and dick van dyke won the lifetime award okay oh. all right yeah sure as he should yeah. oh god i'm looking at 95 <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just like stuck uh, yeah, on this this now. is a wild website like, i mean okay claire for funniest mm-hmm. actor in a motion picture in 1995 <sighs> i'm not gonna make you guess i'm just gonna tell you tom hanks in forrest gump that's not what? a comedy. That's not no. a comedy. That's not a comedy. Oh, but oh. Here, here was the competition. Oh, Jim God. Carrey for Ace Ventura, Tim Pet Allen detective. for the Santa Claus, yeah. Hugh Grant for Four Weddings and a Funeral, and John Travolta for Pulp Fiction. The comedies. What? Comedies. <laughs> I hate everything about this. Oh, really? Because the funniest <laughs> actress was Jamie Lee Curtis in True Lies. <laughs> like no i don't get it no this is amazing like this is our next podcast <laughs> we're gonna review <laughs> these award shows i don't know who the funniest stand-up i don't know who margaret smith is but kathleen madigan i didn't realize she was like hardcore stand-up in 95 wow i i mean i really like stand-up comedy so like <laughs> this is very interesting to me those those pieces but oh, i just i remember like, margaret smith uh, i have to she's good yeah i've i watch a lot well not a lot but i watch uh stand-up specials on netflix but i i don't know if it's my age i don't know if it's the the time like you know just where we are in the world today but like i can't watch pretty much any male stand-ups anymore like they're just i feel like they're all terrible but i can watch female stand-ups like all day long (laughs) 
There's yeah. a lot of good female stand-up comedians. I just don't like stand-ups. Oh, I love stand-up. But it's, but yeah, it's male stand-ups, I'm like, I feel like when I watch them, that they haven't changed their stand-up comedy since the 90s. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. Uh, this is not how we do stand-up comedy anymore, guys. You don't have to, you don't have to do that. Like, hey, what's up with this? Like, nope, nope, we don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> we really don't. <laughs> um, yeah. It's bizarre. But yeah, so, I, yeah, like I said, I don't know. It might just be, like, I'm just an adult and do not like males. I don't like men, <laughs> basically. I think that's what it's become. I was like, Dudes ah, are the worst. Dudes yeah. are the worst. I was like, you know what? I might only have one eye, but <laughs> I like a female stand-up <laughs> yeah, comic butter. So. Science fact. Um. All right. But I guess we should get in this episode now that we went down that fucking rabbit hole. Uh, Thanks, yeah. Brad. That was, <laughs> yeah. I, it was a lot. Uh, that was a dark place to, to start off. All right. So let's go. And we got, we had a, a long ass recap. Not not the longest recap we've had on no, this show. No, it was still pretty long, but yeah, yeah. not the longest. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what episode that was where the recap was like oh. 20 minutes long. <laughs> oh, God. God. <laughs> It was insane. Uh, I wonder if that's what's going to happen for like the season three opener. But anyway, uh, we'll find <laughs> out. Um, all right. So we, we watch Pete die again and all of that. We watched the beginnings of Tessa. And now we're at Pete's funeral. Yeah. So what I found interesting about this is I believe it was, I mean, it had to be in the last episode, but I believe what Horton was mentioning is about basically these are all actors to bury Pete. Yeah. So I just think it's wild watching this scene knowing that all these people are here and in place because of fucking Horton and his real long so con game. Stupid. <laughs> his stupid con game. It's so <laughs> dumb. Uh, like, they they were just like, I'm going to pay you. You just need to go hang out at this funeral and act like you're burying your friend. It's Hopefully great. no one will ask you it's a great. question. <laughs> Also, I mean, wear this wear this hat. Yeah, wear yes. this hat because you gotta wear a hat. Um, <laughs> and and oh, and if someone does ask you a question, I have probably also given you ten years worth of backstory. So don't worry about yeah. it, ladies. Please wear your morning cowboy hats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that hat is wild back there. Mm -hmm. Um, so Richie's there, and Duncan shows up. I was like, it's Duncan. <laughs> To pay his respects for that's I mean that's what <laughs> he says know. that's what he says and it's just and Richie was just like well could have paid your specs by showing up a couple of minutes early last time and believing me and then we wouldn't be here so clearly they have uh, not uh, <laughs> figured out uh, their shit yet still angry at mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. Um, All part of Horton's diabolical plan. <laughs> Ugh, so crazy. Oh, God, Horton. Do so you know here, what? In, okay. the, in the defeating of Horton this episode, there wasn't enough flippy guys. No, no, not nearly enough. Like, like, like Duncan should have done a flip of victory around the cemetery. Yeah. Um, this cemetery also has, like, everyone is visiting their loved ones at the cemetery because every grave... <laughs> It's full of flowers behind yeah. Duncan. <laughs> wow. Wow. A lot of people love visiting graves. Leave yeah. flowers. I guess. Weird. Um, what did we think <laughs> of T 
princesses, not headstone, but plaque on, uh, yeah. on little... I was just like, okay, guys, we get it. Like, obviously, we don't know the person buried there, so we have to just put Tessa's name there. <laughs> but it's on a stand. <laughs> like, it's yeah. So yeah, it's like a little, like, like a, a stand at a wedding. <gasps> oh, yeah. so funny. It's great. Like they on what would have been probably better is them okay, they have Tessa's name on that plaque and like just lay it down. Like nobody's gonna yeah. know if it was attached or not. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it's but yeah, I just was like Chef's Kiss. This is beautiful. <laughs> this little stand with <laughs> so funny. name on it. <laughs> Um, and it's sad. Duncan's over there talking to, to Tessa. Mm. And it does make me wonder, like, how often he goes to visit her. If at all. Yeah. I mean, you know, we don't see him visiting her, but... I mean, she doesn't have a bazillion flowers on her grave, so... Um, but yeah, he talks about how he misses her, blah, blah, blah. And then he kind of sees her? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is creepy. But she's wearing black, which is how we know she's Darth Tessa. Yeah. Oh, and for, sorry, and I also meant to say we got the flashback of Tessa getting shot again, which is horrific. Yes. I did not need to see that again. No. It's really sad. Um, but yeah, I mean, well, she's, you know, this. I'm okay with her wearing black. She looks great in it. But also, <laughs> um, you know, she's at a grave. Maybe she's mourning or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But um yeah, I like that Duckett is just like, what the fuck? It's it's great. <laughs> and I like that she's like, it's so misty all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah, it's like she's in a Kate Bush music video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and like just the fact that she has to be walking around until he notices her. Yeah. <laughs> like <sighs> so weird. How long has she been walking around? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, of course, Duncan goes looking for Tessa, and so now he's walking around the cemetery like a lunatic, um, but doesn't find her, and Richie's like, hey, like, what the fuck? (laughs) And then they go and see Joe. Yeah. I miss Joe. Yeah. I don't feel like we've seen him for a while. Yeah, it's been a bit. Yeah. Yeah. He's looking sharp. Always. (laughs) So, Joe is there, he said, uh, someone in Paris is accessing our computers. Files, records, everything. Bank funds are being transferred. And when he said bank funds are being transferred, I'm like, how much of the watcher's money (laughs) is Horton spending on this scheme? (laughs) On plastic surgery. And he... Yeah, seriously. And the thing he says, though, is that him and Horton, like, set up the security. So I'm like, wait, how many watchers are there? I didn't I didn't realize that apparently Joe and Horton are, like, the top of the list. No. Like, yeah, I thought I they were just, that. you know, random Middle cogs end. in the machine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but one of my favorite lines is what Duncan says to, to Joe, which is, well, it's the 90s. Computer theft is, theft is a growth industry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh not the nineties, Duncan. We've seen you on a computer. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I have to talk for roughly twelve hours about <laughs> the binoculars that have the individual little lens caps. Oh, I don't know. Oh yeah, mean. yeah. No, my my grandfather had those. <laughs> That's so weird to me. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, the ones, yeah, that they're using. Yeah, I know the ones. Well, yeah. his are connected. My grandfather's, you just take them on and off and they weren't connected to anything. Oh, no, so. these these don't look to be connected. Oh, I thought they were connected. I mean, not no. connected to each other, but can, they look like they're connected to the binoculars. Oh, yeah, they're, yeah they are the connected yeah, yeah, to yeah, the binoculars. Yeah, yeah. No, my grandfather's are completely lens caps, though, is very strange. Yeah, the ones yeah. I've always seen, it was just like, if, yeah, it was just like one 
thing. Mm. Oh no, yeah, ours were too. Well, Weird. it's because if you only have one eye, no. then oh. you can still buy these binoculars, Brad. <laughs> so they, so girls can use them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Size fact, guys. If you didn't know, girls only have one eye. It's yep. a fact. Yep. Um, consult any movie or TV poster. <laughs> And you'll you'll learn this. <laughs> it's real creepy. <laughs> Once you know this information, all girls it's... have only one eye. All men stand in sunsets. It's a fact. <laughs> nice. And when men have to give up one of their eyes be- f- to share because women only have one eye, then the right. men have to be taller than the women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright, so um Horton is very excited about his scheme. He's like, This is this is great. Everything is lining the up the way it's planned ever. To. Everything's Everything. coming up, Horton. <laughs> like to be like, yes, this is working. Is it? What is it? It's nothing. You've done nothing. Your yeah. your first elaborate scheme was to get Richie and Duncan like fighting. <clears throat> and they're clearly not. Yeah. yeah. They're hanging out right now, like in front of you. You're you're watching them not fighting. In fact, <laughs> no, they're hanging out with your plan. brother-in-law. The fact that their brother-in-law is like it's so insane to me. Um, uh, but this is the reveal where Joe's like, so apparently I didn't kill Horton. <laughs> Whoopsie. Yeah, it's like what? Yeah, and, and no one seems that surprised. No, no, least of all Joe. To be honest, <laughs> I was like, I yeah. don't know. Because you think it'd be a situation like, hey, Duncan, um, I know this sounds crazy, um, but I want to let you know, because I know last time I kind of hit him. Um, I think Horton may be alive again. Yeah. So, Horton, okay, so here's Horton's plan so far. Fake his death, get Duncan and Richie to fight. Both of, those a fa- both of those no longer valid. Now it's just <laughs> the elaborate fake Tessa scheme. Yeah. Ugh. Also, the yeah, the whole the whole Pete thing didn't work. Yeah, yeah, the whole uh, carnival scheme. Well, uh, yeah, the Pete thing was literally just to make Richie and Duncan fight. Which, yeah, so Pete just died so for stupid. nothing. Yeah, all these people got paid to be at the cemetery. <laughs> you know what? You can condense these plans. What if you bring in your fake Tessa, but have her be really attracted to Richie? Oh my <gasps> god! Oh, fight. Drums. Yeah, that would have been great. Like you could have, you could have like condensed this and saved hiring like a dozen actors. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, Joe said that he maybe he was a lousy shot, and Duncan says, or maybe he wore Kevlar vest. We'll never know. We'll never know how Horton survived that gunshot. And we'll never care. <laughs> no. Well, no, not at all. Um. Oh, and then this is also where Duncan's like, uh, well, you know, this all fits now. Horton and friend Pete definitely were working together. And <laughs> Richie's like, Pete is dead. Horton's alive. What the fuck is your problem? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Because, you know, it's like, it is kind of like, okay, Duncan, stop trying to, like, at this point, Pete's dead. So, like, <laughs> stop trying to make connections. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Um. Oh, and then we have... <laughs> This dumbass side plot from the first episode with Alfonso, the car dealership guy. So oh. much car dealership. This yeah. Episode. Yeah. <laughs> All for that. Never forget acid- Horton's, Horton's amazing plan. Uh, <laughs> this is so dumb. Poor Alfonso just being used <laughs> as the car dealership guy. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so Duncan goes to visit Alfonso and just let him know, like, hey, um, hey, has anyone contacted you yet about giving me that referral? So, uh, <laughs> and he's like, no, and he goes, okay, well, you know, keep me posted. All right. Because I just want to talk to someone that owns a silver Aston Martin. <laughs> yeah, it's very I just want to get a, I just want to get their personal review on the silver Aston Martin. So weird. <laughs> um... I love this color blue on Duncan, but this white shirt is killing me. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's really nice. yeah. Like if he just had like a collared white shirt with it, I'd be like, this is a great look for for Duncan. Um, but it's not. It's just like a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, no, that's some real '90s shit. It's bad. Um, he sees Lisa Mayon outside the Lisa window. Lisa and uh goes after her she almost gets hit by a car he pulls her away and like is gra- so grabby with her of so grabby like checking her wrist for watcher tattoos like a real fucking creep yeah yeah and um she's of course like i i do like the way she plays it which is like okay like look get the fuck away from me <laughs> you creep yeah and, uh, you know, he says she reminds her, reminds him of somebody, and, um, and she goes, oh, is that it? You've been following me? <laughs> so good. And she was there visiting her father's grave. Oh, there is a cut, um, couple lines, not here, mm. but later on when Joe and Richie are trying to, like, tell Duncan, like, hey, we think this person, Lisa, um, who's pretending to be, like, a Tessa lookalike is not a real person. <laughs> She's faking her existence. And... Um, Joe has actually looked up the father and said, yeah, Lisa Million doesn't exist. And this guy who, you know, who she says is her father is doesn't have any daughters named Lisa. So Duncan definitely should not have <laughs> like fallen for whatever this is. No. Um, Do we think no. he fell for it? Because he says he was... He always had it, the idea that it wasn't real, but he just kind of went with it. Which is kind of gross that he thought that and then still slept with her, but... Yeah, like, well, I mean, I know he didn't, obviously, he knew it wasn't Tessa, Mm. but... I, I do not believe that he realized at any no. point in time until very late in the game that this had anything to do with Horton. No, me neither. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, um, I would like to direct everyone to the 12 minute 59 second point Ooh. when a guy um, is walking through the background <laughs> and it just like walks straight through the shot and is just like looking <laughs> at Duncan being a creep grabbing her. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's have a look. <laughs> Like, what the fuck is going on here? Oh, well, yeah, because she's trying to walk away and he keeps just yeah. trying to shake her hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I like that Duncan said, well, can we have lunch sometime? And she says, I don't think so. And he says, maybe some other time. And she says, uh, no. <laughs> she just keeps walking. It's great. Yeah. Um, also, her outfit is fantastic. So yeah. she's wearing some knee-high boots, mm-hmm. black pantyhose, uh, little shorty boots. shorts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, a black top, black jacket. She just, she looks hot. <laughs> super, super hot. Yeah. Um, wish she was welding. Wish she was welding. I wish she was, yeah. Miss it. Um, But when she turns around and smiles, you know, obviously when Duncan isn't looking and she's like, yes, I got him. Um, she's. I just miss this actress so much. She's so pretty. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then we get flashback 1983. <gasps> Let's talk about this what do you mean it's totally unproblematic (laughs) (laughs) okay so they're telling each other that they love each other yes and then duncan's like 
I gotta tell you something. And he pulls out a fucking gun. Yeah. (laughs) Already, I was like, like, where is this going? (laughs) Yeah. By the way, they've been together for three years at this point. Oh, God. They got together in 1980. Wow. And he says... Uh, I need you to promise me that you won't call anybody no matter what happens. Um. And she's like, already, like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? And he shoots himself right in front of her. Uh, and of course, she freaks the fuck out because why wouldn't you? Uh-huh. And she just uh, tries to call for the phone. He reaches up, uh, disconnects the phone, see, said, you had to see it to believe it's real. And she says, believe what? I don't understand what's happening because yeah. what's happening? And he says, I can't die, Tessa. And she says, never. And says, I'm not like others. <laughs> I was born Duncan McLeod of the Clan McLeod 400 years Yay. ago in the Highlands of Scotland. <laughs> and uh, says that he's an immortal. And then we get a close-up of the quickening energy closing the bullet hole. <laughs> I laughed so hard. This is... <laughs> I, I, we have never got to see them... <laughs> Uh, heal from this before so and great. we got it twice in this episode. Oh, we've seen him before. Did we? Have we? Yeah, we saw in that one where that guy was holding him in the basement um, and found out he was immortal. Oh, and... yeah! Oh! God, it's been forever. Yeah, yeah I forgot. But clearly I um, forgot. <laughs> yeah, my description of this on the on the timeline is, uh, Duncan is way too dramatic in proving he's an immortal to Tessa. Uh, she doesn't leave him for some reason. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. Yeah. All right, so now let me read to you what Dusty says. So, calls him a psycho, says, mm-hmm. uh, It can be true that someone needs to see a resurrection to believe it's possible. That does not mean you cannot start slowly by showing them a serious cut that heals in a few seconds miraculously. Yeah. yeah. With the tiny little electrical arcs at first. The way Duncan tells Tessa feels manipulative and cruel. He made it hard for her to choose fairly about her future with him. Every bit of of that truth reveal happened while she was in a state of trauma, having just witnessed him killing himself. He didn't tell her until after her choice to stay with him that he could not have children he didn't tell her at any point in this episode about the game he doesn't mention the game to her until the pilot episode it is likely that six years later exactly it is likely that she would have made different choices if duncan uh about duncan if she'd known about the fights to the death the lack of the children etc up front of course and he didn't tell her oh i'm sorry correction nine years later oh my god God. So and he was like, I am and I didn't in like the way agreement. I did not like the way that he said I can't have chi- I can never have children. But then he was like, and neither will you. I was like, <laughs> you don't know that. It was just the way he said it. I was like, mm. yeah. I was like, you could adopt. Like it was just the way he was like, neither will you. You'll never have children, even if you leave me. Ha <laughs> ha. That, that makes it sound like he gave her an immortal STD or something. Yes! <laughs> Exactly. It was so weird. I was like, oh. Yeah, my like note this. on this on this scene was how the fuck dare he? Like how dare <sighs> he like mm-hmm. do that to her? Like that's it's horrific this scene and it really <laughs> makes me dislike Duncan mm-hmm. and feel even more bad for Tessa. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, what Dusty says was was like so true. It's like she made this decision while she was in a state of trauma. Clearly. Mm-hmm. And like, even the thing with him not being able to have children, like they've dated for three years. He couldn't have said that to her 
earlier. Yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't have to say the reason. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, I just know, like, medically I can't have children. Like, for whatever reason. Whatever that means, you know. Or plenty of people in the world who can't have kids. Like, whatever. And people people who don't want to, like me. It, well, exactly. Like, that... But, but to have said that after this, like, it's... I mean, he told the one girl in a closet. Yeah. No. <laughs> I... Yeah. It's... This scene... I don't know what we're supposed to feel about this scene, but if anything, Nothing I'm like... Nothing good. No. Yeah, no, this is terrible. Like, yeah. who's, whose idea was this scene? This was a bad idea. Yeah. Like, I don't know if we were supposed to be like, oh, their love is so true once, you know, because this is how Tessa finds out and she's still with him. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, because it worked out seemingly like, okay, she gets it. He's immortal. But like, it could have went in a really dark path, whereas like she thought he was some kind of god and this became a cult situation. No. It's not good. I just was not. I was shocked at this scene. <laughs> yeah. No. This is this is this is wildly unhealthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Poor Tess. And she comes out of it feeling bad for him, which is even yeah more disturbing. She doesn't look comfortable when the scene ends. No. When she's hugging him, she yeah. No, she's freaked out. Like he it. just killed yeah. himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, you know what we get a flashback to? Duncan looking at the Fabric Design Limited card that Lisa dropped so he could send her fucking flowers. Yeah. Weird. Creep. Creep. Yeah. Weird. Weird transition. Yeah. Uh, it turns out this asshole is also a creep. <laughs> hmm. God. Duncan. 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 Seriously? I want to love you, but honest. You make it I only want to love you because you're Adrian Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like... I, you know, like as time goes on, like the evidence is really mounting against this I guy. I know, and I like I don't want, I don't like it. I don't like. It. And see, this is the difference between this again, this show and the X Files, because oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, like, like Fox Mulder, we're already done with that dude, like yeah. at yeah. this point. Um, but here's Duncan McLeod, like being absolute fucking trash. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's Adrian Paul, so it's like, ugh. I hope you start making better decisions, guy that has Confederate friends. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, oh, we also, when she gets the flower, she says, you're such a romantic, McLeod. And, like, the camera zooms in and we get a growl. That's <laughs> oh, <it's> so <laughs> weird. Every time. I'm like, what is she, a thundercat? What's going on? <laughs> the growl has transferred from Horton to Lisa. I know. Um, all right. Also, is she just, does she actually work at this fabric place I now? guess. <laughs> Horton paid for her like, to get a job. Yeah, do Horton, like, paid to get her a job making wallpaper? <laughs> like, what is happening? Oh, so <laughs> weird. How um, much money for this stupid plan that doesn't work? All right, so she shows up at the sex barge. Mm-hmm. This scene. Yeah, there's not been much sex going on at the sex barge for a while. It's probably like the sex barge is probably excited. Yeah, I really actually just thought they were gonna fuck right now. Yeah, yeah. So when they didn't, I was shocked. <laughs> yeah, it's like this is the most shocking thing that happened this episode. I think that's what she thought as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, she's like, oh, I got the flowers. Uh, so, you know, can we go to dinner? And he goes, yeah, I got a change. And of course he has, like, nowhere else to change because it's like a barge. <laughs> this is such she... a weird scene. It goes on for yeah. so long. Well, that's why I thought they were going to fuck. Like, yeah. Because yeah. she's gripping that wall, that pole. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> this is where we learn that Duncan wears boxer shorts. 
Yeah. Well, well at least well, in this scene. In this yeah. scene, yeah. Later on, he's, he looks like he's wearing tight whiteies, and I was like, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Um, also, what the <laughs> yes. fuck is he putting on? <laughs> no, I don't know. He's dressed like Pinocchio. <laughs> he's a vest. Like, this, this vet, this, like, fucking cheap-ass, like, satin, I, I, no, sat, fake satin, satin vest. Satin. Satin. <laughs> plastic satin vest. <laughs> Like on with a white t-shirt, like looks like hey nineties, like yeah. what's up? Yeah. Also, why is your t-shirt so big? Because he likes things billowy. <laughs> like yeah. is he looks like he's going to work at Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> like this <laughs> is ridiculous. Oh, so crazy. Um, so they leave. Um, Richie walks out. So I just don't like Richie's shirt, but I really like his jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just wish they would change a shirt. This is the least yes. Richie has annoyed me, by the way, guys. Yeah. No, because this... Honestly, this episode, he was right. Like, yeah. you know, clearly Duncan is just dating this girl because she looks like Tessa, which is just weird. Yeah. 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 It's super and sus. also not healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And Richie's not such an asshole about it like Duncan was about Pete. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when Richie was trying to date Pete. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I do love that, like, he's just, like, shocked, as he should be, because yeah. this is oh, fucking yeah. weird. Yeah. And then I love they leave, and he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. like, that's, that's solid. That's solid. Um, yeah, and it's just so, it's so funny. Like, poor Richie is just, like, left in the dust. Like, um... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just looking at Richie's face, looking at her, and her looking back at Richie, like, stay the fuck out of my way. Oh, <laughs> yeah. does, is, does she growl when she drives away? I can't remember. Like, is this the bit where she drives away? Well, this is, or is that they're later? both in the car. Dun- yeah, Duncan and Lisa are both is in the car. Is it where she so glares at him, and then yeah. I swear there's, like, a growl yeah. again or there, something? Uh, yeah, I don't know if there's a growl there, I don't think there's a growl. Yeah. But, but she did growl with her eyes, but just not, <laughs> not the sound itself didn't come out. Um, all right, so they're at a restaurant. And she's talking all about art school and all all the, the things that they gave her <laughs> to talk about. And uh, Duncan I, looks so underdressed. Yeah. yeah. Like, he looks wildly out of place. Yeah. It's weird. He looks weird. That's a terrible outfit. Yeah. Um, but I do want some wine and bread after seeing the scene. I'm like, I could have mm. wine and bread and be a happy camper. <laughs> yeah. Um... And in between them talking, like, there's flashbacks, of course, with Tessa. And it makes me so sad and miss Tessa so much, which I guess, you know, obviously was the point of showing us those. Um, But also made me think, like, God, Duncan, this is so unhealthy for you to be seeing this girl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's weird to me that he's not trying to work out the mystery of, of, like, clearly, you would have to think it's gotta be, like, a twin sister. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane not to at least question that. Yeah, before going to plastic surgery or whatever. Yeah, it's it's all weird. Um, this is also where she talks about how she makes wallpaper. (laughs) Good, good for you, I guess. Yeah. That's um, why she did all that art history study when yeah. she was having the plastic surgery so she could talk about wallpaper, I guess. And Duncan's very weird and he's like, well, hey, you know, it's, a lot of people had a day job. What if she liked making wallpaper? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and she's like, so do I, like, really look like this other woman? And Duncan's like, yeah, you really do. What does my bonus say? And she she says, uh, well, they say everyone has a double somewhere. I'd love to meet her. And Duncan's like, yeah, that's not... And the way he says it, he goes, I'm afraid that's not gonna happen. Like, he's so abrupt about it. I was like, oh my god. (laughs) And, uh, and so, you know, she says, oh, she was the one in the graveyard, and, uh... And I think, I don't know where in it, it might have been earlier in the scene where it says, where she says, like, she was there to see her dad. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, not the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully Duncan doesn't look like your dad. <laughs> mm. I'm um, also, as, like, they're standing up and waiting for their coach, he's buttoning up his vest. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, I... <laughs> do you think Adrian Paul just didn't have anything to do with his hands? Uh, and he was just like, I, I don't, I can't just stand here. <laughs> like, maybe. I, I, I just... And he I, buttons I, it like, all the way up. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm like, if you're going into this restaurant where everyone else is wearing, like, a suit and tie, like, I feel like you should have gone in with a buttoned-up vest. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, no, I, I think it's, it's insane one, that you're wearing this t-shirt vest combo to begin with. But, like, now you're buttoning it I mean, up. So it's, it's like, it's been open this whole time, and now you feel just the It's a t-shirt. Look at his little sleeves, how they're, like, even yeah. rolled up at the end. Like, what <laughs> the fuck are you doing? It is Is there a pack of cigarettes so- in the other one? Like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it is, I mean, this is one of the wildest fashion events to happen on this show. And we've had the, the double blue Kmart special out <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we had a woman with a cape. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's my favorite outfit. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a, that's an all time favorite. But I yeah, this is this is a travesty. Yeah, I mean, I only mentioned the the blue jacket with the white top, but we've actually seen him in that before. And I just mm. want to always make it clear that I don't appreciate that he's just wearing a white t shirt underneath that blue jacket. But this <laughs> this is a monstrosity. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is a problem. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, you want to talk about 90s stand-up comedy. Like, that's what he's about to go do right now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> he's going to go stand in front of a brick wall somewhere. <laughs> do some stand-up comedy. Yeah, the thing about women is I hate them. <laughs> huh? Huh? Comedy. Oy, oy, oy. Um, All right, so... She, or Duncan basically has told her, like, oh, that, you know, he's in antiques, and she's just like, oh, I would not have guessed that. Um, And, yeah, they go, they leave, they're all chummy chummy. Um, Back on the barge, it's the next day, and we've got Richie and Duncan talking, and, um, you know, Richie's trying to be like, so, you know, that sucks that Horton's still out there, right? Like, we should be focused on that, right? Huh? Huh? <laughs> um, and you know, and Richie's like, you—you you don't think that that's like more than a coincidence that this person that looks exactly like Tessa just showed up? <laughs> uh, you know, he go- and, and I like that Richie tries to start it by being like, you know, I think maybe you were right about Pete. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Doug's like, this. She's not the same thing as Pete. It's like, oh, it's not the same thing. Yeah. I, like, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's it's actually like really sad because yeah, you know, it's as as fans of Tessa, I also feel like I would I if we could have that actress back as a different character, I don't care. I just want that yeah. actress back. So yeah, so yeah. like I get it to an extent, but like also you you have a killer on your hands. <laughs> like you have someone who's exactly. out to kill you right now. So in any other time, I'd just be like, well, I don't know if this is the healthiest, but if it brings that actress back, I'm fine. Whatever. <laughs> 
yeah, I think it, it should be a scenario if the Duncan should be like, yeah, all right, well, now we have to stop him because I might have gotten Tessa back, kind of, but not. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you're going to have him be unhealthy with this, that should be a reason for him to go after Horton. Yeah. Because, you know, obviously Horton is going to use her against him. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that, you know, at the end of this this conversation, Richie tells Duncan, he's like, look, I wish Tessa were back too, but that's, but she's not. And he says, well, don't, <laughs> Duncan's just so defensive. Don't you think I know that? And Richie goes, I don't know. Do you? <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. I, I, I feel like Stan Kirsch did such a great job in this episode. Mm-hmm. Richie's like, I loved her too, damn it. <laughs> I got to kiss her every week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, then we get our first solo Richie and Joe scene. Aww. Can you feel <laughs> the love tonight? <laughs> uh, they start off with small talk, but they both realize, like, okay, look, like, let's just <laughs> cut the crap. <laughs> I like that Richie tells Joe that he said, you guys give me the creeps. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's there because they both want to help. He meant uh, amputees, like Richie's an arsehole. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's what he meant. Um, yeah, so Richie's there because he's like, we gotta, both, we both know, we gotta stop Horton, we've gotta help Duncan. Now there's this Tessa lookalike in the picture. I don't know what the fuck's happening. Um, Joe believes in Duncan. Obviously, that's his first love. Yeah, and he says... Uh. He says, if it was a setup, don't you think McLeod would see through it? <laughs> and I'm like, Joe, come on. <laughs> oh, Joe. Yeah. He just wants uh, to stand by his man. I know. That that was my thought, at least, when he said that. I was like, aw. Um, but yeah, then we get this. <laughs> the guys come running around the corner, you know, pulling out guns, doing a whole drive-by shooting. Well, it's really like a park and, and shoot shooting. <laughs> Parking yeah. shooting versus a drive-by. Um, and Richie jumps out in front of Joe. Takes <laughs> all the bullets for him. It's so cute. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Go, Richie. So, I mean, were these guys there really to kill Joe? Or would they have assumed Richie would? Like, I'm not sure what know. the purpose of this no, because was. I, he, says it, he says he saw him and he saw it was Horton that oh, did okay. the shooting. So, I assume I assume he was going for Joe. Okay. And as usual, Horton's plan didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and instead of just shooting Joe, then he left and made a, had to start working on a new plan to get Joe, yeah. I guess. Yeah. That he'll never get to do. Um, yeah. When Max started so... building an elaborate mousetrap. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where we get the line where Richie says, stick around, I'll be right back, which just was hilarious. It's great. Yeah, it was great. It's great. That was my favorite moment of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> It was a Richie moment. <gasps> it was. It, really, it made me wonder for. It made me wonder for a second. Did I? I was like, does Joe know that Richie's an immortal? He has to. I couldn't remember. Yeah, uh, he has to. He's a watcher, right? <laughs> yeah, but Richie's only been an immortal for like a second. And also, the That's watchers true. are terrible at their jobs. <laughs> yeah, they're very bad at watching. Yeah, he made it seem like he knew he was. So yeah. But he was so concerned at first, I was like, oh, what? maybe he didn't know, and this is how he's going to find out. Oh, no, would have been he, awesome. he would have known because of Mako, that whole Mako uh, oh, episode. Yeah. He That's um, right. <laughs> the immortal that shall never be. Yeah. <laughs> Worst. Um, all right, so... But we, Duncan respects him, so it's cool. Uh, we've got... 
Lisa walking around with um, Duncan in like a park garden, whatever this place is. Um, she is wearing the same outfit from the previous day, though. <laughs> I mean, it's a great outfit. It is a great outfit, but it was kind of like, well, I mean, they could have given her multiple great outfits. That's true. She could have been wearing that white jumpsuit, her astronaut's jumpsuit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Where's that number? (laughs) Um, So. Now Duncan's wearing a black t-shirt with with the jacket. (laughs) Yeah. God, why? Why just t-shirts? Ugh, 90s, I hate you. Mm Mm-hmm. Duncan's really comparing Lisa to Tessa. She even has to correct him on what type of art she does. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Is, I mean, that is the problem with dating somebody that looks identical to yeah. your Yeah. Yeah. Who's in a similar field, like, is it as artistic as well? Yeah. Has the exact same voice. <laughs> like, a lot of problems. Um, so I guess they've spent the whole day just hanging out. And now it's nighttime. And she does make a little boo-boo. Uh, she talks about her aunt Aunt Marie, and every Tuesday night they go listen to jazz. And uh, she says she she used to like dance Josephine with Josephine Baker, Baker at Latin yeah. Quarter. And uh, Duncan says uh, wherever Josephine Baker actually danced at. And Lisa's like, oh yeah, sometimes she forgets a few things. And Duncan already is like, mm, I don't know about that, but that's fine. You're hot. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, you know. He's like seemed legit. Mm. Yeah, and then we get so much sex that they overlay their sex scene on top of their sex scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> multiple layers of sex, <laughs> and it's it's wild. Yeah, I the one thing about this though is like I like I think this has to drill home that like this isn't Tessa, right? Yeah, yeah. like I. Uh... <sighs> Dan goes. So, how much surgery did they give her? <laughs> like i don't know i don't know no dan no how how similar is she to tessa yeah that's not that's not a thing (laughs) i don't want to know um i mean they did give her a breast reduction surgery yeah during those three days like they did a lot of shit but yeah yeah um and then we have the little tiny scar behind her ear i mean i like it's insane like it, you can't have in as amazing as this plastic surgery job is there cannot be any scars there's no way there is just one random behind the ear scar yeah. where's the scars from her boob production yeah like this is like a three days ago this should, it should all be scars yeah she should just be like a frankenstein monster yeah <laughs> Um, I mean, I was excited they gave her any scars. I was like, good. I mean, good for them for trying, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) To remind us that she was, she had plastic surgery. I don't know. Um, then Duncan wakes up to Lisa pulling up her boots. She sees the box of photographs. She starts looking through them. Here's another thing. Why, if they gave her plastic surgery to look like Tessa, didn't they get rid of her tattoo as well? Why not just do that as well in three days? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, well, it's real weird how they choose, like, to make her so similar to Tessa, but also just make her her own person. Yeah. 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 Well, I think it, I, I. I mean, I think they're just trying to have enough difference there, so it's not. I. So it's just uncanny valley. Yeah. Um. I love those boots, by the way. Love them. Yeah. Love them. Um. Now she's wearing a white top, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I don't know where that came from. Uh. So she looks through the pictures and she's like, "What the actual fuck? <laughs> like, I knew I look like her, but this is insane." 
solid performance. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and she says, "I thought you were making love to me, but clearly, you, you know, you just wanted to fuck your ex, your dead girlfriend." And she leaves in a huff. And when she leaves, um, you know, he throws on a pair of pants to like chase after her. And is this a tidy whitey scene? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, some tidy whities and he throws on some jeans, does not put shoes on to chase after her. Um, gross. Like, gross, 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 gross. His hair is also looking gross. Yeah, no, he's, he's like, you know, it's not good at all. No, no, this is good. <laughs> Just looking at him, I'm like, oh, Adrian Paul, you do not, like, I'm not trying to wake up next to that. <laughs> not trying to wake up next to <laughs> that. No. It's not good. Ugh. Um, all right, so... A car pulls up while while Duncan is out there. It's a gun and uh, you know, to her head and just takes off with her. And of course, she gets in. Horton's in there and he says, "Well done." And she's just smiling. <laughs> the elaborate plan is working perfectly. <laughs> um. All right. So we get the second Richie and Joe scene. This is where love their love has yeah. really started, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like, they're in love now. Like, this is yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. This <laughs> I mean, is, at yeah. the bare, bare minimum, Joe is definitely in love with Richie at this point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Most definitely. Um, he also has never saw... This is the first time he's got to see an immortal come back to life. And um, it was extraordinary. It was like, whoa, Joe, keep in your pants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's asking Richie all kinds of questions <laughs> about what it's <laughs> like. <laughs> also, love this blue turtleneck and jacket combo. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a good look. I like that look. I, I really like look. that. Yeah, I'm I like, want I to really wear this like that jacket. That jacket's cool. Make it cool, Brad. You can go as Joe, and Tammy can go as Duncan. <laughs> 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 there you I go. don't want to wear a Jay Leno outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I like that Joe says, I owe you one, and Richie says, you might regret that. And Joe says, I might indeed. And he gives Ooh. a little wink, and then they kiss, and I'm like, yep. whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, because And then Richie's like, you know, Joe, you know, Joe, I, I, can, I can never give you children. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe's like, we can adopt. <laughs> oh my god. Are you a top or a bottom? So, uh... <laughs> All right, so Duncan's um, on the phone. He only has a partial license plate. I don't know who he called. I don't know who he's talking to. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Well, he, he could be calling anybody because he's the antenna for this phone is eight miles long. <laughs> <laughs> he might be calling the moon. <laughs> I mean, it is out of the shot of the camera. It's so big. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, it's the 90s. It's a growth industry. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So uh, Richie's telling Duncan about how Horton took a shot at Dawson. But don't worry. You know, he hit me instead. <laughs> and guess what? Duncan's not worried. He doesn't fucking care. <laughs> Does not care at all. And he says that, uh, guys, something terrible has happened. Lisa, who's te- who's like my Tessa, but she, even though I know clearly she's not Tessa, but like, guys, she's Tessa. <laughs> she got kidnapped. And is, he's super upset about it. And then Horton calls. Who's just like, nee, 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 nee. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's their whole conversation. 
<laughs> and he even puts Lisa on the phone, who's just like, I love Duncan, that she's I'm like grinning so while she's like, Duncan, I'm scared. Yeah. So good. He's crazy, Duncan. Please help me. Yeah, it's good stuff. And I like them, like Horton and Lisa, just like playing it up, like, what I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Or just like, oh, my, my, my amazing plan is working perfectly. It's so funny. And I, do, I like that Horton hangs up on Duncan. <laughs> yeah. It's all great. I, I think yeah. it's funny. Because it's just... Honestly, I wish Horton was this kooky the whole time. <laughs> so the fact is that, yeah. like, Horton's... Sorry, to, again, to skip yeah. ahead. Horton's plan is for Lisa to take Duncan to Tessa's grave and then to shoot him and then chop his head off, right? So Horton yeah. could have just waited around the cemetery until Duncan went to Lisa's grave, shot him from a distance, yes. and then chopped yes. his head off. Yeah. He could have shot him at any point in time. Yeah. This whole year. <laughs> like, yeah. there's no... There's no... He, because he... He could have snuck into the sex barge. Yeah. Yeah. Hid in a closet because uh, Duncan is used to, like, feeling a buzz when he's in danger. Um, yeah. Spider sense is not going off. So yeah. he could just, like, wait till he goes to bed and then shoot him and then cut off his head. Yeah. yeah. And this, again, up until this episode, Duncan has thought Horton was dead. So he could have used the element of surprise at any point in time. I just yes. shot him. <laughs> when we found out that, that Horton was alive and he made a tiger growl and he was watching Duncan from a distance, he could have literally shot him <laughs> yeah. in that moment and then cut yes. off his head. <laughs> I mean, I will say, if they were going to keep him around, this is the way to use him. But, yeah. Like, make this show a soap opera. Yes, this yes. is what I want. But also, like any soap opera, this could have been done <laughs> so long ago in a less spectacular way. Mm-hmm. But um, it didn't. This is what we get. So, yeah. And you know what else we get? We get little... Uh, <laughs> get little Alfonso at the dealership. I love it. Part, he does not know he's part of the plan. Nope. You know, he's, he's gonna go home tonight and he's gonna be like, yeah, I, I know, okay, this, uh, honey, I just gotta tell you about this thing that's been going on. I think there's a chance I'm in the middle of somebody's uh, weird villain scheme. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy. I know it sounds crazy. With this guy Wait, on hear, car, me, hear me up, honey. Hear, 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 yeah. And there's another guy that's looking to talk to the guy that bought the car, but I didn't have his information but he came and he brought the car back he sold it back to me and gave me his card which i then contacted the other guy that was interested in the car because now i've got the car and i know about the guy but he really just was looking for the guy and i i i got this i've still got this damn car well okay but so horton horton takes the car in to get serviced is what it is oh uh, is that what it is okay yeah and alfonso says it's not scheduled for servicing but if you insist we'll have it <laughs> check it out and horn said perfect if there's a problem i can be reached here it's my new address <laughs> like it's so obvious what horn's trying to do but poor alfonso's just like all that guy's thinking is like yes now this other guy is also gonna buy this aston martin i'm gonna have two aston martin deals under my belt i'm definitely gonna be salesman of the month it's he's just excited <laughs> Yeah. And Poor really, Alfonso. he's just free labor for Horton because Horton's tired of paying people out. Yeah. Um. And it, and uh, okay. So this next scene, 
Richie's like, okay, we've got to figure out where Lisa is. You know, where does Horton have her? And Duncan says, well, you know, it's me he's going to get. And then Alfonso calls miraculously with this address. At this point, Duncan has to believe, like, okay, this is too much of a coincidence. First, I got Tessa lookalike. And yeah. now Horton is basically handing me her his information. Like this is all this is all connected, right? No, he. Do, I don't think. I don't. Think I don't think that he does either. He gets it, yeah. and that's so disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> and even Richie says, "Mac, let's just think about this for one second. Yeah. Horton shows up. He takes a shot at Dawson. Lisa looks exactly like Tessa. Come on, Mac. He's using her. Yeah. I mean, like, the Pete thing, there was some, there was plausible yeah, deniability there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, it made sense that Duncan was suspicious, but uh, you yeah. could understand, like, Richie getting tricked. Because it was, that yeah. was a decent con. A con for no reason. <laughs> but a decent con. This, this is very obvious. <laughs> yeah. It's great and brilliant. Oh. And to get to this point took so much work and effort. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. But a very obvious God. Yeah. Uh, so, but it, but Duncan's like, well, even if he's using her, like, I don't want her to die. And, uh... She's hot. Yeah. And he goes, all I can do is play it out. And it's, and as Joe starts standing up, Duncan says, alone. I don't know where Joe thought he was fucking going. <laughs> uh, and Richie's like, if Richie tells Joe, I don't think so. These two are thick as thieves now, Joe, <laughs> Joe yeah. and Richie. So cute. <laughs> Oh, this show is so wild to me. It's great. It's great. <laughs> um, and poor Joe just stuck in the middle of his two his two hot immortals as he's thinking. <laughs> his two his two immortal boyfriends and his shitty brother in law. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So Duncan goes. I'm at thirty seven oh six. Duncan just took down the first guy right in the in the room that who's by himself in this room. Uh-huh. What is happening with those blinds? Yeah, like <laughs> d- did someone let a cat in the room? What's going on? <laughs> I didn't notice. Go to 3706 or okay. anywhere around there, whenever he's yeah. in the room. Because those blinds, I couldn't stop looking at that. I did not know. It is. I, I think, like, he maybe the fight scene originally had them yeah, like, I think against so the wall. and Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I think there was originally a fight scene that occurred and they just didn't change out the blinds. I do like there. when, because du- yeah. I was watching more when Duncan takes out this guy with the teeniest, tiniest little kick and I love it. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah it was um, like, yeah, he kicks now, him in the calf. Yeah. <laughs> when Horton's hiring actors, like, how psyched are you to be? Yeah, you know you're going to get your ass kicked by McLeod, sure. But first, you do get to play a solitaire on fake Tess's legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is, that's the job to get. Yeah. And she just, uh, she says, maybe we could play something besides cards. Uh, it's so, I was just like, woo. Yeah, she's, <laughs> like, her whole thing is, like, just spicy. Yeah. Spicy, spicy. Um, but this card's not having it. <laughs> Uh, and then Duncan comes in, takes him out. With a shove. With a shove! Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's kind of funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> also, his little... I'm sorry. Uh, what I'm calling his cat paws that he does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're... I don't know what this defensive move is called. <laughs> to uh, me, it was cat, cat paws. paws. Be- yeah. yeah, before he shoves him. Um, and then he... It's called the Mr. Mistopheles <laughs> special. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I'm just saying, Tammy, <coughs> the creator of Aikido, like, sought me out to teach me Aikido, yeah. and this is called the Mr. Mistopheles <laughs> scratchy, yes. scratchy paw paw dance. You, you are Steven Seagal now. <laughs> yep, that's me. Guys, that first episode when he talks about being on the floor like a dog, anyway. Yes, <laughs> listen to the dollop episodes about Steven Seagal. It's the wildest yeah. of wild rides. Truly. Ugh, so much. Um, alright, so he gets he gets Lisa out of there. And I love this because he says, uh, I'll tell you on the way to the barge. And says, I don't want to go to the barge, which is great because <laughs> yeah. why the fuck would you want to go back there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, first of all, you got kidnapped there. Second of all, it provides no protection whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, you don't want to fuck this guy. Like, sure, he saved you, but you also look exactly like his dead girlfriend. And all of yeah. her photos are back at that bar. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Alright, so they're walking around the cemetery, and they're gonna go see her father, I guess, is what she's telling him. And then, uh, because I, 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 or at least that's what he assumes, because then when they're not going toward her father's grave, she's, he's like, your father's grave is that way. And she says, I'm not here to see my father, I'm here to see Tessa. <laughs> and I want you to see the difference between us. She's there, dead. I'm here, alive. I was like, jeez Louise, Lisa. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then Duncan says, it is, but I have one question. What was your face like before? Ha ha, I got you. She's like, what? (laughs) Oh, Duncan. (laughs) It's like, you've done been had. You're at Tessa's grave. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She brought you all the way back to her grave. Come on now. She could have played it off and said she had to have a face, or she had a facelift or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, or no. she wanted, she had to have reconstructive surgery. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're, like it's very easy. Like, I mean, to lie at this point, just try to yeah. lie. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she did try a little one, which was. Uh, she says, oh, I lied to you about everything. I have a son. His name is Mark. He's six years old. Tori <laughs> yeah. asked him, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I love, but I love, she's like, here's, here's a photo. And she pulls out a gun. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, it's so good. Like, that's, I love uh, it. I love it. Um, yeah, and he says, well, when does Horton come in? And she says, as soon as you're dead. I guess Horton didn't not, tell you not, everything, yeah, Lisa. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And she, like, really just walks around him very villainy. <laughs> Cir- circles him with the gun. I w- I, man, I, I wish we kept her. I know. Yeah. Have, her, have her come back once a season as a villain. Come on. <gasps> Can you imagine her going up against Amanda? <gasps> oh, yes. oh, wow. So good. And then they have to make out because... Just yeah, obviously. <laughs> Yeah. At least that's the episode I'm writing. <laughs> all immortals are bisexual and technically. Yeah. <laughs> all of them. I mean, why and not? All, and all yeah. fake Tessas. <laughs> yes. Um, she's, so she kind of goes on and uh, she says, I can be anyone I want, anyone you want me to be, and you wanted me to be Tessa. And um, Duncan says, at first, then I just wanted you to be you. And I'm like, fuck off, no, Duncan. No, no you, you did didn't. not. <laughs> You've known her for 48 hours tops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then she talks about how she was married to a psychiatrist. And he kept trying to understand me to get into my head. He was still trying when I killed him. They all tried to understand, but I'm one of a kind. That's why Horton broke me out of prison. It's like, whoa. <laughs> Love it. Um, She's the Harley Quinn of Clinton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, Duncan says, why did you bring me here? And she says, it's Horton's idea. That guy's got a sick sense of humor. <laughs> so, 
and then she starts asking him what it feels like to know he's about to die. <laughs> and Duncan <laughs> obviously is like, it's not gonna fucking kill me, like, what else? Died a bunch of times, not a big deal. Yeah, like, I literally just died, like, last week, I'm good. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> like, I shot myself in front of my girlfriend for kicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. I cannot, I can't. <laughs> so awful, so awful. I was so shocked by that scene, guys. I was so, so shocked. Guys, I promise Ugh. you, if I ever find out I'm immortal, <laughs> I won't I won't tell you by putting a bullet in my skull. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. Appreciate it. Um, I'll do a live stream of, uh, of me skydiving and then not opening a parachute instead. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Splat. But I'm fine. <laughs> Sorry, now I'm just picturing when Duncan jumped off that cliff. <laughs> and his little bones had to all crackle back yeah okay um so yeah duncan is basically telling lisa like uh, okay you know horton's just gonna kill you right like (laughs) she's like no horton and i have a deal (laughs) which i was just like okay you just said that out loud and now that you have like you gotta realize yeah that's not gonna happen for you. But he spent all this money to, for me to have this surgery. He's just gonna kill me now? That seems yeah. wasteful. Oh no, you have no idea. He's like real weird. <laughs> <laughs> um. So while they're having this conversation, uh, you know, Lisa does end up shooting Duncan, and so she's standing over his body. And Horton, of course, is wasting his fucking time just talking. Yeah. I've waited a long time for this. Long-looking. Shame. I have to hurry now. And, and he's got like a meat cleaver. It's yeah. yeah. So he has the strangest weapon. I'm like, dude, you suck at this. Yeah. And uh, Lisa's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, I'm you know, this is I'm taking a trophy, which should make Lisa uncomfortable, even yeah. as a person who's killed a bunch of people. <laughs> like that should be uncomfortable. Yeah. And uh, Duncan kicks him and said, not this time. <laughs> it's great. It's great. And Lisa says, he made me. And I'm like, I mean, I guess so. I guess she didn't shoot him, but she could have. It wouldn't have mattered. But maybe so that way she wouldn't know about immortals. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what the purpose of all this was. I, um, yeah, I she's dead in five seconds anyway. So, uh, <laughs> so of course, she like, like Horton takes her captive real quick and uh, and then shoots her. Duncan's just like, yeah, okay, whatevs. Like, I knew it for five seconds. Like, yeah. Duncan so is not. Yeah. And Horton, I think, thought it was going to be a bigger deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because he's terrible at doing plans. Yeah. I mean, it is sad that, like, she has to lay right on Tessa's grave. Yeah. But I just say, just pick up that plaque and move it somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> at least she didn't knock the plaque over. <laughs> God, what if she had? Oh my god. <laughs> How many takes did they do where she knocked the plaque over by accident? Um, Alright, so he's gonna shoot Duncan, but then Joe comes out and is just shooting everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I said, oh, Joe's such a terrible shot. But Josie said, well, it looks like he's very far away, Mom. And I'm like, okay, fine, fine. <laughs> Um, but it does give Duncan time to run, and there's a little tiny, teeny chase scene in the cemetery where Horton is also shooting at Joe, and I'm like, absolutely not. You better not. Mm-hmm. How you dare you? Don't you hurt him yeah. on that boy's head? Yeah. 
And then um, Duncan tells Joe, he's mine, and then chases after Horton. No. What happens Ooh. is Horton starts to run away and Duncan slowly walks because yes. there's nowhere for him to go. And, this, <laughs> and I don't know what Horton is even doing for the rest of this. Yeah. It's so dumb. Well, he takes I, off I his little it. pen knife. <laughs> oh my god. He's like, what is, the, is this West Side Story? What's happening? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm watching Horton just run down in the empty field. <laughs> Duncan's just like slowly walking after yeah. him like Jason. <laughs> like, how? what was he even going to do with this knife to Duncan? Like, seriously, yeah. what was he going to do? Like, he would be sawing his neck all day to take his head off. Seriously, like, hand-to-hand, you're going to do hand-to-hand combat against a 400-year-old immortal that's like been fighting forever. Yeah. And, like, Duncan kills him, like Claire said, it was like a wet fart, him dying. Like, it was just nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sad. Yeah. He died a sad, pathetic death, which is perfect which for him. Which is how he lived. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're back at Tessa's grave, and Joe's like, I'll, I'll take care of them. And Richie goes, I'm so sorry about everything. And Duncan said, she's not Tessa, she never was. So I guess I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was his exact words. Mm. Um... I mean, I felt more bad for Richie because I'm just like, Richie doesn't know Lisa at all or really didn't talk to her at all. And I'm like, for him, it's just visually having to see this dead woman who looks like Tessa. Also, like probably some like PTSD from that, seeing as that's what happened to Tessa, who he cared about, was gunned down. And that's also how he died the first time. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's just, (laughs) I felt more bad for Richie than I did for Duncan. Um, all right, so then we get the selling of the barge to yeah. some random French dude. <laughs> all right, people. I was real sad. I can't, I was so sad Maurice wasn't in the scene. I yeah. Know. I was surprised. Where was he? Where was he? Was he off drinking somewhere? Maurice, get back here. <laughs> um, and right away, this guy buys that barge and is off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Au revoir. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Richie says, I know you're gonna miss it, and Duncan's like, eh, it's just a boat. And, um, he asked Duncan why he's giving up, and he said, I mourned Tessa too long, it's time to move on. And I'm like, did you? Did you mourn her a long time? I feel like we on the podcast remembered her a lot more than Yeah, Duncan Yeah, did. you were, like, having sex with uh, that IRA lady, like, two <laughs> minutes later. The next episode. <laughs> Uh, but they both had grief sex, so I guess whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, also, what about this suede duster he's wearing? Is it suede? It looks in. Suede is so gross. I don't get people who wear suede. Ugh. I don't mind it. Mm, grosses me out. Yeah, but you don't live in a rainy country, like. No, I don't. And that's why it's it's gross. It's like, ugh, it's horrible. Um. Yeah. So I guess this is this like where did all of their stuff go that was in the barge? Like. <laughs> I, I kind of assume they've already moved it. Yeah. yeah. And this is just, just like the They've just got the these, both, both these, got these tiny little bags. Yeah. Um, Richie asked Duncan where to, and he says, I don't know, somewhere. <laughs> Which is not really. 
A lot of info. He picks up his bag, he starts walking, and then he turns around and he goes, Are you coming? And Richie, like the little lost puppy dog he is, Aww. goes running after Duncan. It's a, it's so it's really sweet. The two I love these two actors together. They're so yeah. they're adorable. Um, and that is the end of season two. Ay, ay, ay. So wild. So wild. Alright, for this episode, best dress for stress. Oh god, I feel like this is I mean Tessa, best dress. Yeah. yeah, and Duncan with his fucking like little red <laughs> vest worst Yeah, dress. Dress. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, that dinner cosplay. scene, <laughs> that dinner scene was best dress, worst dress. Yeah, right yeah. Oh god, that with was the, like the uh, uh, runner-up, um, um, tidy whitey. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah, shoes. Not good. I do. I feel like this has been the quickest best dress, worst dress we've ever done. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean it's, it's so um, obvious. Who won and who lost? Did Horton lose? Because. He's been planning this for like 12 years. <laughs> yeah. He spent an insane amount of money on this very dumb plan. Yeah. Which it sounds like he was spending the watcher's money. That's true. I mean, maybe Joe lost. <laughs> maybe. No, because Joe found new oh, love. Oh, no. Yeah, I was going to say, did Joe, Joe win? Because now he has two yeah. immortals in his life? Yeah. What the hell happened to um um Horton's daughter? <laughs> like, oh, Yeah. <laughs> Like her dad's doing all this shit, and like she's like, yeah. "What happened to my college fund?" <laughs> I mean, as far as she knows, his her dad's like been dead, right? No, because she knows that Joe faked his death. Oh, but she I was would, there. I know, but wouldn't they have like Joe come back and said he died in Paris? Like, I mean, he's not gonna say he killed her but, or yeah. killed him, but yeah, I guess I maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how any of this Watcher versus non-Watcher people work. I need to know how many Watchers there are. Who watches the Watchers? We do. Yeah, everybody, because, like, they're not very well hidden. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay, so we're saying Joe won, because now he has multiple loves in his life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... Alfonso. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he he now has like now obviously Horton's never gonna come pick up that Aston Martin, so it's just sitting in his place. And oh. w- well, I don't know what he can do with it. He can't do shit with it, right? Because he doesn't know uh, it, the car dealership doesn't own it anymore. And Duncan was fakey fake, and he's not gonna sell Duncan an Aston Martin, so yeah. he's never gonna be um, salesman oh, of the year now. He's gonna have to wait for James Bond to show up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but if, okay, he sold the, uh, uh, well, I don't know, Horton probably paid, he's, yeah. Because <laughs> uh. I don't think Joe, or, or, sorry, that Horton was paying him because, um, I, he was just doing his job. He, yeah. I think that was free labor for Horton. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah, sad. I, think, uh, I kind of feel yeah. bad for Alfonso. Yeah, I think he lost. <laughs> oh, Alfonso. People died in this episode, but Alfonso lost. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody that died sucked, though. Yeah. Yeah. Although I really wish that Lisa would have stick, stuck around. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Um. All right, guys. What happened in the first episode of season three? Tammy, so excited. It's so good that you ask because I absolutely have it ready. I actually do. I, I do as well. Uh, episode Ooh. one, season three, the samurai. Okay, already. <laughs> <laughs> A descendant of one of Duncan's teachers comes to him, claiming a long-ago promise of help that pits Duncan against cruel immortal Michael Kent. (laughs) 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 Oh, the cruel immortal Michael Kent. Oh, no. 
There you go. Wow. That's all um, I have. I, I, I'll, I'll read a little bit of this. Mm-hmm. Um, after Midori Kodo sees her husband, rich, industrious Michael Kent, murder <laughs> her lover, she kills Kent and runs to McLeod for protection. She reminds McLeod of a vow of protection his ancestor, actually McLeod himself, <laughs> made to her family over 200 <laughs> years before. Trixies! Sneaky, sneaky. Oh, good time. Good time. I love when people play themselves from 100 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a real Kingo from the Eternals. <laughs> Who is this chick? She's that's in. I have not looked at her. Oh, she's in Kai. Oh, she's in Pard. <laughs> oh. She's in all kinds of. What, Tamlin Tamita? Yeah. Yeah, I recognize her name as well. She's been in something that's something I'm se- I've seen that's neither of those shows that you just No, mentioned. no, no, no. No. Yeah. Um. Heroes. Mm. Did you watch a lot of General Hospital? Nope. She's gonna be. I mean, in she's the been new... in like a shit ton of stuff. She's gonna like, be in the not... new Avatar series. Yeah. Uh, not my jam. I don't know what I've seen her. In. Hold on, I'm trying to go back, back, maybe back True in time. Blood. I don't know. All Definitely right. something. I know her name, so oh. I don't. I don't know what I know her from. Oh, she was in Quantum Leap. That's where I <laughs> oh, recognize her that's name from. Who's in Quantum Leap? That's what we uh, know from. She's, uh, she also plays Tamlin Matsudo. She's in Temptation's Eyes. <laughs> I remember that because we yes. commented, yeah, we commented on it. I remember. Oh. I remember the name of that episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I mean, she is in, like, all the things, so I do yeah. recognize her Everything. from a lot, but uh, also that's that's where I'm thinking of her from. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Oh, uh, this will be, it'll be a good time. Because, <laughs> uh, 90s Asian people. She was in Raven. But I don't know oh, if it's good. the, it's actually, it's before Highlanders, it can't be that one. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, one of the guys in there will have seen him in a bunch of things before as well, so. All right, so that's it for this, for season two. Oh, guys. Oh. Guys, I'm so proud of you guys. I'm so... <laughs> so proud of us i mean oh we, i've just seen who's i've just seen two actors that are in the next one three actors yeah. oh, that are yeah. in the next yeah. there's one so, oh, yeah. there's so, so many so many people oh, um exciting. so but like we've had so so many people like we lost tessa this season now i feel like we lost her twice yeah, we seriously. lost charlie this season yeah. now we've lost where the maurice fuck is maurice i mean I'm, we lost I'm the glad sex barge we lost the sex barge mm. i mean Rips. duncan has left being an antiques dealer went to run a dojo left running a dojo <laughs> like what <laughs> there's a lot of things that happen in season two so yeah. you know this is the season where richie became an immortal yeah yeah I, I just because like i remember i remember this whole plot with like the fake tessa um from like watching it in the 90s so I, and i in my mind this was like way later in the game so like oh, yeah. i may not have se- this may have been as far as i've seen Oh wow! Or maybe wow. they do it again. <laughs> no, I don't see, think I so. remember a lot more of Amanda, so I think I must have watched. I mean, I'm sure I watched this as well, but I just remember more things later. Um. Oh, and who could forget the actual great two-parter, which was Unholy Alliance yeah. with Xavier Saint Cloud? So I had really high hopes well. for this. Yeah, we lost him. 
Ah, so, so, so many losses. We had amazing quickenings. We had the one in the circus or whatever the fuck that was. We had the one with the exploding paint cans. We had exploding paint cans. (laughs) (sighs) Or the one that, Claire, you weren't as impressed by, but it was just papers flying everywhere. Yes. (laughs) Where did they come from? I have no We learned about magic crystals. We had the the quickening that killed the two doves at the kind of wedding thing. Yeah. The two dogs yes. that exploded. <laughs> oh, uh, we oh. had some old ass immortals this season. <laughs> um, and we got Amanda. I mean, God, I cannot we wait. We got Amanda's to... teacher. Yeah, we got Amanda's yeah. teacher who was also Foxy. We got Cockney Amanda, my favorite Amanda. <laughs> we <did>. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just stealing stuff in your black plate. I am all. Yeah, I was going to say, we got like little thieving Amanda from the very beginning. <laughs> That's great. Um, so yeah, so let's see what, which, and I feel like season two definitely stronger than season one. So yeah, even though sure. there were, there were some parts where I was like, oh God, this show, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> what's going yeah, on? Se- season one gave us the sex shower in the pilot. Yeah, so. That's true. That's true. And it gave us obviously a lot more of Tessa. Yeah. 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 And I feel like the season two, like before, by the time they were killing her off, it's like, they really kind of like were fucking with her character at that point. Cause like, they just yeah. didn't know what to they do didn't with her. Do so, that, yeah. yeah. It's like, what can we do with this powerful actress? Let's only give her one eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously. Uh, all right, guys. Well, then that's it. And uh, we'll be right on off to season three. Uh, bye. Toodles. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via notscott at reactionary-sass.com on facebook.com slash groups slash notscott and at notquitescott on Twitter. Call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcast and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.